Is it recording now, Devin? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> y'all. We just recorded damn near ten minutes of a fucking masterpiece, and it wasn't recording. Once again, it wasn't motherfucking recording. We're gonna get our technical issues straight. I promise you guys. Granted, everything happens for a reason, so <laughs> this is going to be a whole new take, a whole new start. Take two. I just have to call you out real quick. I know. I know. I was supposed to be the tech guy. But anyways, <laughs> welcome to episode four, you guys, to the, the Minority, Minority House. House. This is your house father, Divinity King, here speaking. And your house mother, Dejan. Welcome to episode four, guys. We're Welcome home, face fucks. We're four weeks in until our new, into our new podcast. Yes, can yes. you believe it? I I can't believe it. I'm I'm honestly so surprised that we were able to stay committed to the schedule we have for yes. four weeks, especially <laughs> how busy our schedules are during the week. Like, I ain't gonna lie, we. Mostly me. I have a yeah. hard time trying like keep up with like because you have to juggle so much already. It, and I want to have like our outlines done for our podcast. <sighs> but girl, today we winging it, baby. We, we ain't got no. I ain't outline. gonna lie. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. We winging it. But of course, we still gonna have our same structure. We gonna have yes. our yes. spoken word. And this week, I pulled a house mother. We have a surprise. He pulled a me on me. User submission. Copycat. And I think you guys are going to enjoy this one because this is really beautiful. I already heard it, unfortunately. Yes. (laughs) But you know what? (laughs) You know what? I'm going to listen to it again because it was very beautiful. (laughs) Don't drop the phone, Devin. Y'all, this if you haven't noticed, this podcast is is really a cluster. <laughs> oh my God. True testament to us. True testament. But hey, we're clusters together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so this is user submitted. I'm not going to tell you guys who it is until after I read it. So stay tuned. But here we go. Pardon me for not being intricate with what I plan on doing. But truthfully... I don't need grand gestures or wide variety of rhyme schemes to express what I want to say. The simplicity of perfection trickles down to a single word, you. And truthfully, there is no truer me than the present and what I represent is just a culmination of all things, good, bad, happy, sad, and everything in between. I didn't intend to cross paths like this. Most days, I believe I don't even exist. I exit in any direction when things feel tense. I repress all expression. But then again, the simplicity of perfection trickles down to a single word. You. It can't rain all the time, I'm told, but I think I'm starting to like when it does. I appreciate the sunshine and what it brings, but the rain is just soothing to the soul. Teardrops are just the after effects of the storm that blew inside, and inside I'm afraid to show what's inside. Refuse to wear my heart on my sleeve because they tend to bleed. The scars I have are reminders for me. The simplicity of perfection trickles down to a single word. You. Pardon me for not being intricate with what I plan on doing. 
I don't need grand gestures or a wide variety of rhyme schemes to express what I want to say. Stay. Don't go, please. I need you here with me. Perfection trickles down to its simplest form. And scene. Beautiful. Snaps. 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 It was gorgeous. The the when I first read it when the person sent it to me, which his name is Damon Rivera. Thank Shout you, Damon. Out to Damon. Thank you, Damon, for sending that to me. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was racking my brain this week on what to write to say. And as as I was banging my head against the wall, <laughs> he sent me this, and I was like, "This is fucking beautiful." Thank you so much for submitting it, and thank you for listening. Thank it, thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate y'all. Seriously, and if there's any other users who want to submit their poetry yes, or anything, yes. please don't hesitate to send it to us because we both have our days where we can't write shit. <laughs> sure do. But that was gorgeous. Thank you, Damon. It really was. Thanks, Damon. All right. So what's gonna be our first key key of the episode? Oh my gosh. Bitch, you watched um Swarm. I watched the first episode, yes. Girl. First wait, the first time I've heard about the show, I mean I think I've seen a commercial about it like a couple weeks ago, but yeah. I didn't pay no mind to it until like yesterday or like the day before. No, I think it was yesterday. All over Twitter, Chloe oh. was ass up, face down face yeah, down, ass, ass up. up. Girl, I was like Ooh. getting busted wide open. But I mean the ass fat, so it was good. But and oh, Damon Idris, whew, child, that's some chocolate right there, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay, <sighs> like not nausea. No, 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 no. I haven't even got to what nausea's purpose of the show is. Okay, but like I'm assuming nausea is like some. Beyonce, that's what I was just about to say. I think she's referencing like the the goddess power of Beyonce, right? Like the power that Beyonce has. Yes. Uh, because um, when that video started playing from the festival, yeah, yeah, it was given very much Black as King. I haven't seen that. Well, Devin. I'm sorry. That I shit came out like three years ago. It did. It's on Disney Plus and I have yet to see it. I mean, oh, it's gorgeous. Is it? It's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's on my list of the myriad of things I have to watch. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And Devin, I called Devin like at four something. Yeah. We're filming this at what time is it? It's currently 641. Yeah. I called Devin at four something. I'm like, bitch. You need to watch the first episode of Swarm. And I was in the middle of watching Black Mafia Family, so. He was uh, like, oh, I got to watch BMF first. I was almost finished. <laughs> but as soon as I finished that episode, <laughs> I went and watched Swarm. And, and you, know, I, you know me, I always have an open mind. But, like, okay, first, as soon as you start the episode, you see Chloe Bailey and Damon Idris getting it in. Right? Girl, I'm... Why they killed her off so soon? Girl, it was just... I was just... The way it got there. The way... Wait, let's start from the beginning. Okay, okay. So, okay, so you see old girl... What was her name? Dre? Dre. Dre. 
Dre, you know, I feel like she's like an antisocial girl, you know. Yeah, I kind of related to her, uh, aside from the crazy side. Mm-hmm. I related to her um, in, introvert, right. introvertedness, whatever. Right. And then I really think she had a thing for, well, what was Chloe's character name? Do you remember? Marissa. Marissa. I think she had a thing for Marissa. They were sisters. Biologically? Oh, I don't know. Because the parents didn't want her at the funeral. Yeah, I was confused by that, too. That made me think of something. Like, that made me think, like, are they, like, play sisters or real sisters? Yeah, like, sisters? people grow up. Like, me and my best friend, LaDeja, I call her my sister because we, we... Shout we, out to LaDeja! Hey, girly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I consider her my sister. So, I mean, is it something like that or... I thought they... I thought she might have had, like, a real, like, a thing thing for her. The way That's she what was I'm saying, like, like kissing her, like her, her scar and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that she that was definitely a cutting scar, right? Which we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, she has a she has a thing for Marissa. Okay, I see, I see, I see. But as the episode went on, it got darker and more psychotic. It did. Like, okay, so when Dre, um, like when the the festival, like. I don't know if it was a video album or something dropped yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. And Dre was just all into it. And then the next scene, she got her, her freakum dress yeah, on. Yeah, got her a little cute white boy. Girl. I, I mean, yeah, he, he was fine, girl. <laughs> but, so, you know, she go in the club and grab this random white man. But I was thinking, like, she was so antisocial. She was a virgin and... Damien Andrews' character really did too much with her. I mean, I know old girl was staring at you in the hallway like a creeper. Watch we all breaking Chloe's back in. But I'm just saying. Niggas be niggas. Niggas be niggas. Straight dogs. <sighs> I guess, child. But go ahead. Go ahead. But, um. Yes, it's recorded. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> but. So they're in the club, dancing, grinding, kissing, all that. And then the next scene, she's she laying. Wakes up. She just right, wakes and I up. thought the whole thing was a dream. What? I no. Thought the, I thought the whole thing was a dream for oh, her. I know she, she went up. out. After, after watching that festival video, I think she was got extremely horny. Because then she started like looking at her Twitter feed, and, and people started saying, oh, this must be what an orgasm looks like. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> But so she wakes up. I'm thinking it's a dream. It's not a dream. This it, the camera cuts this man in the kitchen doing whatever, booty ass naked. Really had the strawberries in Girl, a clear bowl. Girl, you saw bowl. the the dick the it dick pressed against the, the glass. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, child. all right, bitch. I see how this show is gonna go. And then she goes into the bathroom and then charges her phone. Dude starts asking her questions. I was hoping he was going to have more of a role in the show, but I guess he was just a little hookup. Yeah, he was cute. Fling. He was a little eye candy. Mm-hmm. But, no. The phone rang as they turned back on. And, girl, tragic news struck. That man cheated on Marissa. And then, the thing about it, about that situation was, Marissa left out on a sour note with Drea. Right. With Dre, because of what happened at the mall. Yeah, I mean that wasn't her fault. 
So I, I mean, mean, she should have been there instead right, of fooling like, with Damon. Girl, I mean Damon Idris, but I'm just like, what was his name? Khalid. Khalid. I was like, oh, okay. His character's w- name. Fooling with Khalid. I mean, that's. But I mean, who let some badass teenagers in a mall to graffiti? Uh, no, I'm just I'm overthinking it at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked up. Like it and wasn't then, and really. I her mean, fault. it wasn't her fault. And I'm just like, dang. But then Marissa left, and then her heart was broken. Girl, she it? wait. She was, Marissa. She was like, Khalid's taking me to Atlanta for my birthday, and then when we get back, we're gonna move in together. After she bought eighteen hundred dollars tickets for that show for her birthday, girl, I would have canceled that. We could go to Atlanta anytime, but right. But anyway, so um, Marissa blows up her phone, whatever, whatever. She's still in the boys' bathroom at the main house, and then she goes home. The tickets came in the mail. The tickets came in the mail, like first class. The ticket looked phenomenal it did it looked it looked like she paid eighteen hundred dollars for that the way it came in the little package all nicely shipped and right stuff. right and then she went in the house and then went into marissa's room and it looked like she was just like how marissa was she looked like she down. was sleeping right she looked like she was sleeping guys and then marissa was like wake up wake up and dre oh i'm sorry dre was like wake up wake up <laughs> Girl, she turned her over, girl. Her eyes was open. I was like, I was like, why they killed her so soon? So fast. Like, <sighs> that's, the, that's the, Chloe was the one reason I was looking forward to watching this. Right. Right. Because right. I love, like, Chloe's an amazing performer, singer, and all that. I love, like, seeing her act. Right. And she's really good. It wasn't like Carisha and BMF. I ain't gonna lie. She in the second season, but Carisha could. I didn't know Cash. I I want to divert Cash Dolls in the first season of BMF, and mm-hmm. she was fucking good. But that's besides the point. Carisha, <laughs> girl, is Carisha playing Cash Dolls? No, Carisha's playing somebody's wife in the second season. Oh, okay, I haven't wifey. got there yet, but mm, that Twitter clip didn't do it justice. But I love you, Carisha, girl. <laughs> Purr, Purr. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, girl. I was like, damn, they killed her off already. It's not even 20 minutes in the show. Right. I was very bummed by that. But I, I kept watching, kept watching. They had a funeral. Then her parents asked her to leave. The family. Girl, I was like, what? what? I was like, wait, why? I want to know why you don't want it. Maybe because she was trying to get in touch with her and she wouldn't answer her phone. But her phone died. Right. I mean, like. But she also was getting her back cracked like a glow stick. But also, Marissa, not Mar- yeah, no, no. Dre told Marissa he's a cheater. She did. She warned her. She warned her. In a text message, he goes, why do I always do this? He was cheating. I'm like, my girl, she tried to tell you, man. See, this plays into what I was saying last week. I never want to come across dick that's so good, it got me acting stupid. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's exactly what I was talking about too. Mm-mm. But I don't. I the only thing that I wanted to know was how. Like, w- what did she do to Sepitra? For real? Oh, it's the Japanese word for suicide. I thought it was kamikaze. Girl, you know 
<laughs> Anyways, so so Dre goes to Khalid's house. Yeah. And he like it looked like he he shed some genuine tears. Like he he seemed like, like he was, he was absolutely upset because they say they always fight all the time and they will always like fix it. But this time he wasn't good. Girl, and then she he tried to go fix Dre some, some tea. tea, girl, some good old sweet tea. Cracked she took, his head. She took that lamp off that door and just and she ran and went boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> she started knocking his head like off, off. And she killed him. He was still squirming. You didn't see him still squirming? Yeah, but she took like a good two, three blow, three, four blows. Oh gosh. To kill him. If he's not dead, he definitely got brain damage. But you know what confused me? Like, her reaction afterwards. Yeah, like, okay, not only did she shed a tear, but I feel like as soon as she got out, she was realizing what she did. Right, right. And then, I don't understand what was, what was going on with the pie. I don't know why she went in the refrigerator and, and got, got the pie. pie. <laughs> I was like... I was like, maybe she hungry. Maybe she like. She I would t- be hungry too. And <laughs> it was so random. I was like, you go in somebody's fridge after killing them, and you take their pie. They but pie. Note this, because I started watching episode two. I mean, yeah, yeah, episode two. Devin only finished episode one, but that's body number one. Jesus. <laughs> that's only body number one. But she started laughing after she started stuffing the bloody pie down her throat. I was like, girl, you ain't gonna wash your hands? Girl, right? I, I was like, now, call me weird. I'm not I'm not no cannibal. I, I, I don't go out hurting people. I don't. But when I was a kid, whenever I would get a cut, uh-huh. like on my knee or something, I would dip my finger in the blood and lick it. I I would do that if like I had a cut on my finger or anything to stop the blood from blowing from blowing from flowing out too bad I would lick the cut so it'll dry faster it always tastes like metal I hated it yeah I think that's why I like doing it whenever I would get a scraper or a cut ooh we have a vampire girl (laughs) girl (laughs) 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 if y'all could see that I swear to god we will be having videos soon. <laughs> yes. We're going to look at cameras, y'all. Yes, yes, definitely. But, but, yeah. Is that where the episode ended? After she killed him? Yeah. After she was eating the bloody pie. And she was laughing after. I I probably should look at, like, the description of what this show is. Because, like, her reaction after she killed this man, it gave me, like, okay, is this, like, a psychotic... Like she just came into her psycho pop thriller or something. <laughs> like <laughs> is she in her girly pop era? Like what is going on? I'm about to find a description right now. Let's, Let's see. An obsessed Houston-based fan goes to increasingly violent lengths for her favorite R and B singer. Oh, girl! So she really is a member of the swarm, girl. Yeah, and I, I kind of like got a sense of it when everything was around everywhere because i was like this is giving very much beehive right <laughs> it really was and i was and then i was watching the show and i was like mm, i mean i like listening to my artists but i have never been a fan like i've been a fan but like not a fan like i'm not gonna buy all your merch all the time right i don't even have nobody's merch 
I don't have, I can't afford it. <laughs> so <laughs> that part. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just gonna stream your music and bump it in my car. That should be enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would want someone to do that for me. Just stream right. my music. I don't need you to buy all the extra shit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need all that. I have it for your convenience, but I mean, you don't have to just stream my music, and I hope you like it. Ooh, <laughs> you know, one day we we should do a fan club. Nobody does fan clubs anymore, and they used to be so much fun. That's how Selena died, doing a fan club. I used to be in the, the Hannah Montana fan club. I had a card, like a little card and everything. I am not going to lie. I wanted to be a part of that because I was watching Oprah one day after school <laughs> <laughs> with my mom. Girl, whose 50-year-old soul took over your body, Devin? <laughs> Oprah after school. Yeah, I was watching Oprah. Girl, I was watching Jerry Springer. What the Girl, fuck? I was watching Maury too. <laughs> oh, trust me, them after school shows was hitting. Right? <laughs> and 106 in Park. It took me a long... No, no, I never got into 106 in Park. What? I mean, I remember AJ and Free, don't get me wrong. But, you know, as a kid, I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, they were just watching music videos that I wasn't interested in. No, I never watched... Or I was too young when AJ and Free was on there. Uh-huh. So I'm only familiar with uh, Terrence and um, girl, them was the days. Roxy, a Terrence and Roxy. Yeah, I remember was the days though. AJ oh, and Free used to be litty. I used I remember the time where Free used to disappear for a couple times, like for a while on the show. But that's a different story for a different day. Wasn't they was saying uh she was pregnant by Jay Z back in the day? Girl, I didn't hear that before. I swear to God, Devin. They did a whole BET documentary on it, and nobody, I, I don't even remember a lot from it, because I think I was like 12 or 13 when it came out. Yeah. But I was just like, why this bitch ain't here? <laughs> 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 it was just AJ. But, um, I'm trying to think. Who were we talking about? AJ and Free, 106 and Park. Oh, yeah. I, n- I never really. <laughs> <laughs> I never really watched it, like, talking about it until I got older. And that's how I found, like, some of my. That's how I got introduced to Nikki. No, actually, it was from my stepsister. She used to blast her. And then I just thought Nikki was so cool. And then I started listening more to her music. And then I became a fan. That's kind of what happened to me. Me and my cousin, my one of my older cousins. She was at my house one day. Yeah. And she started playing um My Chick Bag. Oh, with Ludacris featuring Nicki. My first one was um. That was my introduction to Nicki Minaj. My chick bag. My first introduction to Nicki was ninth grade year, itty bitty pickings. I was on the plane with the one. You could call me with and girl, they hear mine. You know, like everybody talks like that's their Nicki song. That's the one Nicki song every Nicki fan, stan, whatever should know word for word. I didn't like first hear that song until maybe like three or four years ago. Really? Yeah. Really. But I love it. Welcome. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then it went from there to the, then went to My Chick Bad, and mm-hmm. then she blew up from there. Her first album came out around like October of that year, like my freshman year, and I, I, Nicki Minaj's best album was her debut album. You don't have to skip a track. You really don't. Pink, Pink Friday. Friday. Yes. Pink Friday is legit the truth. Girl, I remember like, cause I had the physical like CD. I burnt it, girl. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Nikki, I love you, girl, but I had to download that CD illegally. I purchased mine at the store, so my sale counts. 
Mm. <laughs> but anyways, I remember <laughs> like I'd be looking at the the cover of the CD. Yes. And she like looked like a Barbie. Yeah, that I think she said she looked good with her arms off and stuff like that. I was like, that album cover was banging. I ain't gonna lie. And I remember looking like at the shoes, like them high ass heels with like the thick ass. P- and I'm like, dog, is this real? Is she real? Did she really walk in these shoes? But like seeing the shoes Nikki could walk in, she probably did. Oh my gosh. Well, all I know is I want to make an album just as good as that one. Yes. Oh. Oh. And when he does, y'all better stream. I'm, I'm saving up for a producer. <laughs> so it might we take gonna a while. There. We gonna get there. We gonna get there. <laughs> All right. So that was a fun little kiki. That was a fun little kiki. Because, girl, I guess I watched the next episode, but that bitch crazy. She really is. <laughs> I got to restart episode two. But now I'm like, because I was kind of dozing off in the first episode. Uh-huh. I had to force myself to watch it. Just like Black Mafia family. I had to do the same thing. Because yeah. it, was, it wasn't grabbing me. Like, it wasn't giving how it was supposed to That's give. That's, ho- like, how I am when it comes to shows. You got to catch me, like, in that right. first episode. Right. Not even the whole episode. Like, the first ten minutes. Right. You got to get my Cause, attention. Because I don't know if I have, like, a short attention span or something. Which is, I go through this a lot. When If I'm not mentally stimulated, I will fall asleep on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I... Is I call it I told I told DJ this and I told her I call it the screensaver what was it the <laughs> the screensaver syndrome because you know like when the computer just sits there and it falls asleep and goes into like the wallpaper where it moves and stuff yeah that's how well, that's what my brain does <laughs> like if I'm not mentally stimulated I'm gonna fall asleep on you yeah. so if I happen to fall asleep on you and while you're talking it's not my fault I promise. It's okay. <laughs> so, we kind of wanted to like get into a serious ish topic, but still be a little lighthearted along the way. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Depression and mental health. Yeah. Yes. So, for me, I don't really know if I can recall a time or recall, yeah, recall a time when I became depressed. Neither have I. It just, it's, uh, have you ever watched that show called Big Mouth? Yes. The Depression Kitty. It kind of is, it feels exactly like that. But you don't notice it until like you get older. Exactly. Like like your teenage years. Right. And right. that's probably when I started to notice it. Cause I'll just be down and sad. And you know, I didn't really have people to confide in, like my family and stuff, because I just didn't feel comfortable with it. So I just dealt with it on my own for many, 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 many years same and you know what i realized the other night mm-hmm. i was watching a basketball game and my mind started to wander because they were fucking up of course <laughs> go pals uh, <laughs> 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 and i was just like i'm stuck in this big ass wall surrounded by them like what the fuck is this why can't i break through this fucking wall and as like my inner voice started to like intervene and it was just like it's the wall that I created to keep me safe in and keep 
everything else out. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's some fucking insight. Thank you, self. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was like, I think that's part of where the depression for me came in. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I had to, like, guard my heart. Right. Especially, like, very tightly keep my emotions in because you know i feel like if i tell people like certain parts about me they'll use it as a weapon against me for something and i i don't and that's that's part of the reason why i have struggled opening up openly about things because i feel like one day someone is going to use this to attack me and i'm like oh bitch no you is not about to use my words against me Mm. fuck that and part of the reason that I struggle to open it up is because I put the wall around and I don't want nobody in. But bitch, I can't get out. Even if like this podcast really is like the best thing that ever happened to me because I'm able to express yes. openly for the first time like in my life ever. Mm. So it's like same, same. How I'm starting to like gather all these new emotions that I always knew that I felt, mm-hmm. but I never have the words to say because I never had to say them. Right. So it's like, how do I navigate all that now that I'm actually tapping into those emotions that were chained away all these years? Therapy. Girl. And I found a good therapist online too. The really? I did. I, l- I loved his. I love the way he practices his therapy. He takes my insurance, but that's still like $180 a session for an hour that I can't afford right now. But he takes insurance. That's with the insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. That's Guys, that's part of the reason I think that our country is up in smoke now because we don't have the right therapy resources or the right, like, the right anything. The this right shit don't anything. make fucking sense. It's crazy. Because it's <laughs> like, we want to mentally get better. We right. do. We can't do it on our own. So give us the resources to be better people. And it's like, you already, you got to deal with working 80 plus hours a week. You got some people that's juggling three, four jobs just to make the bare minimum of of ends. Right. To meet. Right. And then add on, take that, add on mental health, struggling with your mental health, being depressed, anxiety, and only God knows whatever else people deal with. Like, I know some people of the older generations. Right. Like to talk about, oh, this is what I had to deal with when I was, we got it fucking rough, yo. Yeah. And it's, I hate. No, 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 no. I hate to say it, but it's true. The black community really needs to, like, I love us. I do. But we really need to come together and and deal with this. We do. We do. We really fucking do. Because, okay, we we struggle. Our people struggle. We shouldn't have to. We live in an age now where unity in the black community needs to be stronger than ever. Mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yes. Especially within the black family. That's where it starts. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because I know for me, like, how I've dealt with depression and anxiety and stuff, 
when I was younger, when I was a kid, um, not even a kid, but like whenever I would try to open up and express yeah. something, somebody like my grandmother, because she was the one I mainly like would open up to, not really my mom. Right. And she would be like, "Oh, you wanna you wanna go in a crazy hospital where the crazy people they be?" They totally at? disregard your feelings. Yes, right. definitely. But I'm coming to you with a problem. Help me fix it. Help me. Because I feel like the parents feel like they did something wrong to make you feel like this, and that's that's not the case. I'm mentally feeling sad, and I don't know why. Or that they did. Or that they provided everything necessary, so you shouldn't feel that way. Right, but it's still, not the case. There are different factors that could go into a way a person feels environmentally, physically, and emotionally. Right. And now sometimes it's not all three at once, and sometimes it is. And if you have all three at once, then that's a triple whammy. Oh God, that's a triple whammy, and that fucking sucks. You have the fucking depression kid who's going like, oh, no, don't get up. Stay in the dark and hide under the covers and sleep all day. And I'd be listening to that bitch. Oh, that bitch strong, girl. But like, oh, girl, like this morning. What happened? I want, uh, no, I told myself I was going to go to bed. I was going to get up early so I could start cleaning my room. It's 50% clean now. But. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. You did good, you did good boo. But I didn't get out the bed till like twelve or one, because I was just like, I just don't feel like it. Mm. But I know that's only the the depression talking. Yeah. But you know, I got my ass up anyway, cause and did what you had to do. Mm, barely, but <laughs> <laughs> but the saying goes, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yes absolutely so even if you just do it a little at a time you still did your best and you still did enough so guys if you're out there your best is always good enough just to let you know kudos to you i'm proud of you and i love you we love you we love you but it made me think i'll never forget a couple years ago i was at my job and my mom had called me and she was doing something and she asked me, she was like, what are all these different medications you're taking? I was taking medication. I was taking antidepressants, mm-hmm. my anxiety medication, mm-hmm. maybe some other stuff. I don't even remember. And I was telling her, I'm like, you know, I'm depressed. I have anxiety. Well, what you depressed for? What you got anxiety for? You don't go nowhere. What? And I was like, how fucking dare you? You don't even know the half of the darkness I've dealt with my entire life to even sit up there and propose a question like that. You don't even know. You don't even know. I never felt comfortable. I never had the foundation to come and express this type of shit to you. But now when I need you, I need you like right now. And I'm trying to let you into my inner sanctum of my mind. And you sit here and you question it and downplay it and disregard I honestly like I I had never felt like that before like I started crying cause I was like well damn I ain't shit right like that's how it really be Yeah, that's how it really fucking be my own blood my own mama I'm like bro 
And at that time, it just out the window went any one year trust, any trust I had mm. just went out the window. And that's what makes you lock up. Because, right. you know, if you can't get it from the person that gave birth to you, no one else will. Exactly. And then that becomes the first stone in the wall. And it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and it circles around you mm-hmm. and becomes what keeps you in and what keeps them out. But then it gets so bad to a point, like you just said, you feel like you can't even get out. Exactly. Now, for me, through my many, many years of darkness, depression, anxiety, I did, at some point, inflict some type of self-harm I did and it's not something that like I go around telling people like oh I used to cut myself like no I think you're probably the first person I'm like telling this to so I also have a similar situation Cassie oh this is another story time from Devin Green so back in 2015 I had moved out with my friend um, it was me, Ladeja, and a guy that we got into an apartment with named Brandon. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> so, you know, we were doing good. We were doing good. I think it was around March of that year. We stayed together until July. We was working at Target at the time. Target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was a nice job. It paid 80 hours. We was getting paid $9 an hour. And then I found out I was supposed to be getting paid nine twenty five. but that's neither here nor there. Bitch, did you get your coin? Hell no. <laughs> they oh, were like, what? Uh-uh. No. But, so, one day, me and Ladeja was like, fuck it. We're going to quit our job. We're going to find something else because, you know, Target ain't doing jack shit. So, fast forward, there was a time where we were just so down and out. We were just trying to find a job and try to make money to pay rent. And Brandon was paying our rent because he made significantly more money than we did. And he was helping us pay. He was helping to pay the rent until we got back on our feet. Mm. So, I remember one day it just mentally got so so bad it got so bad like I couldn't even breathe because the darkness was just so bad around me and one night I was just like fuck it it's over and I actually had my first suicide attempt that night really yeah and you know what the crazy thing about it was no one knew until three days later after I had to do uh, that I had the attempt. How come? So, after the attempt, the next day, I was just, it was, everything was a blur. But I made it through the night. So, I was alive. Mm. But I didn't erase the notes on my phone from that night. So, a couple days or so later, I had let Ladeja use my phone to listen to some music in the car. 
and me forgetting that I left a note in there. She found the note on in on the home page of the screen and she started reading and and then she didn't know what to do. So she went to my mom. Mm. My mom got my phone. Then she read the notes and then oh my god, the whole fucking world shattered. Everybody was knocking on the door. My mom was at the door, my grandma was at the door. I didn't know what to tell her. Then I didn't know what to tell her. I started busting out crying. And I was like, "Look, we, 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 she got my, sh- we got, like, they got all my shit, and we left, and we came back to my grandma's house. And then they weren't there when it happened. So when they found out I was gone, it was just like, damn, did they make the right decision? Because they didn't want me to be like ripped out from under them. Honestly, I didn't want no one to know. Yeah. So. That whole time was fucking crazy. 2015, let me stay where it was at. But it got better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, every day is a step. Yes. Every absolutely. day is a step. But I'm better now. I'm still struggling. Don't get me wrong. No. But I'm finding the resources to like help me get better. So yeah. yeah. Now I haven't had of course I still had thoughts every now and then. Mm-hmm. But like the last what two years or so I didn't really have any crashing thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. But they will come and I will like tell myself, Oh no no no. I'm just going through a stressor right now. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I I have the thoughts every now and then, even still to this day. Because I'm like, if I just go and disappear, I don't have to stress about working, having a job, make sure I can keep my job, paying bills, paying rent. If I just go, I don't have to worry about all that type of stuff anymore. Granted, this is where my issue comes in with myself. Because I feel, and like, even though I've talked about my family downplaying Mm -hmm. my depression, anxiety, I feel like I downplay it for myself. Yeah. And I'm I'm all about everybody's feelings are valid i never ever want anybody to ever feel like their feelings are not valid but i feel like i invalidate my own feelings when it comes to it because it's like girl they got people going through so much fucking worse exactly and i that's exactly what i think to myself too like why the fuck do i feel like this i have everything i need and people don't have nothing and i shouldn't be fucking sad what the fuck is wrong with me that that i had those thoughts but then, uh, like, I have to remind myself, this is my life, my journey, my struggle, what I go through. And it's never going to compare to the next person. Right. Or the next person. Because they haven't walked in your shoes. Right. And vice versa. I haven't walked in anybody else's shoes. And I'm trying, like, I've done therapy. It just wasn't really my vibe. I just kind of felt like I was wasting my time. Telling all my business to somebody who wasn't really doing nothing for me. I've learned that from my doctor, actually. Dr. Mm -hmm. Vassalvo, you're amazing. I love you. (laughs) 
he tells me therapists are like socks. You got to find the best pair of socks that fits you the best. But you're not going to be able to find the right pair of socks if you don't start looking for them. See, my pair of socks go going to be whoever take my insurance. <laughs> that's that's my pair of socks. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Y'all help this podcast take off so I can afford to go find me a nicer pair of socks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's the thing. You have to find someone that vibes to you the most. And right. that's what I'm looking for too, which I think I found. I just can't afford him right now. <laughs> that's Prada. That's Prada for the mind. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just know uh, it's not the end. And we can keep going and things can change. It's really not the end. If you, even in your darkest, darkest, deepest depths of the dark moments, I mean, as deep and as dark as you can fucking think of, bro. Rock fucking bottom, girl. Like, you you will make it out. It ain't got to be tomorrow. It ain't got to be the next day. It It don't even have to be today. Right. It don't even have to be today. Like Devin said, every day is a step. It really is. And you just, you have to keep pushing. But rest when you need to. Please. Please do. Because I've, I've almost killed myself behind these fucking jobs. Working two, three fucking jobs. Four jobs trying to keep up with everything. And that's part of, the, like guys, that's really part of the mental health struggle too. Like you have to find a way to function in society. That's that's the number one big rule, and it shouldn't have to be like that because there is no society without people. Right. So you matter. Very much. You matter very much. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah. So we love you. We love you. We're proud of you. Keep on pushing. Keep on fighting. To freedom. We will get there. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, girl. Let's. But. Back to, like, the resources and things, especially, like, the familial support. Like, even if you don't have friends, Mm -hmm. the world wide web is pretty big. It was fucking harsh, too. That's probably another thing. I don't take the web, the internet seriously, people. Please don't. Oh, my God. I also wanted to talk about that, too. The internet is so fucking wishy-washy and flip-floppy. I can't stand them hoes. And the picky-choosy-ass bitches. They pick and choose the wrong struggles. Right. Like, I don't get it. Like, oh, yeah, so this might not be about mental health, but I read an article earlier this week about um, a trans woman. Mm-hmm. I forget her name, but... She, hold on, I want to find her story. Give me one second, because if I'm going to talk about her, I need to. Like, for me, I try to stay on the good side of the internet. Like, I don't want to see all the the debates and the debacles about, oh, what would you do if your girl had 30 bodies on her? Like, I don't want to see that type of shit. Like, I want to see the memes, all the funny, corny stuff. Like, I want to see stuff on the internet that keeps me laughing. Because I love to laugh. Laugh to keep from crying. Hashtag. 
Eden Knight. That's her name. Eden Knight. So, Eden Knight is a Saudi trans woman. And she died by suicide after she was forced to detransition. And the story is fucking crazy. So, okay. So, Eden Knight, she was 23. She lived in the U.S. until this past year. She said in a Twitter post Monday, seemingly scheduled in advance, that she had killed herself after being pressured into returning to Saudi Arabia. Now, what makes me pissed off is that she was tricked. Really? She was tricked. She was tricked. She was tricked by a Republican politician saying that they, she was going to help her with her transition into, you know, financially help her and things like that. She, the Republican. I knew it. I knew it was a Republican. A Republican politician flew her out. Gave her a place to stay, gave her money, and everything. That was the beginning of the trap. Because if someone's financially supporting you... You're kind of locked in. You're kind of locked in. So, as you know, she was like getting the hang of Washington, Washington D.C. That's where she got flown to. Mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., she got settled in and everything. Then that's when the change started to happen. The politician started, like, guiding her, like, giving subliminals to, like, turn back into her dead self. And come to find out, the politician was contacted by her parents in Saudi Arabia to get her and bring her back to Saudi Arabia to where they will continue to abuse her and call her names and things like that and force her to detransition back into her dead self. Which caused her suicide. First of all, rest in peace to that beautiful soul. fucking soul. Eden Knight, rest in peace to you, girl, because they did you dirty and we will get justice for you, I promise. Now that is so fucked up. Because it's like when stuff like that happens, I'm like, what, what, what did he get out of it? I don't know. I don't I don't know if the parents when they got in contact with him gave them any kind of monetary exchange uh, uh, monetary exchange for her return. But like what 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 was that Republican's business with her? Then you're going to lie to her at that. It It didn't even have to happen. It didn't. She before the the Republican politician got to her, she was with the family that supported her and her transition, and was helping her get the resources that she needs to complete her transition. So I don't know. Philip DeFranco explained it best. If you guys follow him on YouTube, he's great. I love him. Philip DeFranco deals the story every day, and this is my sponsor, but <laughs> but. He did the story on Eat Night, and it absolutely broke my heart the way he reported it, because it was like a what the fuck moment. Right, and that's what I'm thinking the whole time. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I never, I never heard this story. I never heard it. So send that link to me. I'll read up on it. 
versus like whoever you are, you politician. I hope you rot in hell, bitch. Most politicians should. I'm not gonna lie. And no. then uh, Mitch McConnell, oh, he he in the hospital because he broke a leg. Girl, I hope the Lord take him out soon. So I I don't wish death on nobody, but at least take him to a retirement home. Something. I feel like nobody should be in their 80s being a politician, period. Me either. Because it's like, what? Like, you don't have to be demented. You don't have to have Alzheimer's. You don't have to deal with none of that type of stuff. But it's like, at what point can the new generation come into these positions? The older folks don't want to lose their powers. They really don't. They don't want to lose their power. Give it up, delicious. Give it up. Let somebody else have it. Like, seriously. Come on now. We have to figure out what do we want to have somewhere to stay or eat. Life, like, life should never be that type of struggle. It shouldn't. That's, like, the sad and scary part. You got people really out here choosing between having a car, a roof over their head, or food on their table clothes on their back what happened to the american dream like if you somewhere and you have to really sit down with your money and think about okay what am i gonna get this month am i gonna get food maybe some new new draws new bras underwear whatever well draws underwear whatever am i gonna have a car to drive or am i gonna have a roof over my head see like shit like that alone will make me want to kill myself Like, I would just feel so overwhelmed because I'm like, it shouldn't be like this. Like, we went through 12 years of school to do the best that we can do. And we still fucking struggling. How'd that go? I mean, I I want somebody. This is why I wish I could go back to school in a different way to where somebody tells me the truth. Life fucking sucks. It does. It will fucking suck once you leave school. Oh, you know, it makes me think. When I was a kid, I might have been like, seven or eight years old mm-hmm. and me and my grandmother we were in walmart one day and the cashier she was ringing us up ringing us up and i might have had my school uniform on i don't remember and she asked me she was like what grade are you in and i told her i don't remember what grade i was in and she was like enjoy school while you can because once you get out of school you're gonna miss it and I was disregarding people who told me that. I was right. like, I'm so ready for life. I'm gonna knock this out. This is a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live my dreams and everything like that. Girl, I would pay every fucking penny to go back in time to when I was in pre-K and we made green eggs and ham. <laughs> I would pay my last dollar, girl, to do that. Girl, <laughs> nap time. That too. Oh my god, I, I used to hate going to nap time, but girl, I'm ready. Give me my mat, my pillow, and my blanket. (laughs) I'm ready. Wait, I'm not laughing at you, Devin. I'm laughing at me. Girl, it made me think of nap time. And I was in kindergarten. You remember they had the sleep mats? Yes, of course. With, like, the pillow on it. The big giant pencils we had to write with. That was uncomfortable. Yeah, but, like, the sleep mats that had the pillow. Like, you wrap it up, roll it up. And then you unwrap it, and it had a blanket, like a, a blanket with just like a sheet attached to it. And then the oh no, I didn't have that one. Oh, those are the ones it was we fancy. had. <laughs> Girl, I remember I was in, I was in kindergarten, and um, so it was nap time. We all laying down, and I was like, kind of had my head, like I was kind of hiding under my cover. Yeah, but my head was still on the pillow, 
and one of my classmates, she was walking to like go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. And I had popped from under my my cover, and I grabbed her ankle, uh-huh. and she tattled on me. And I got um, like you know when you're in kindergarten, you get like a a green sticker. Uh, oh, I remember I had got a red one one day. And I had got a. I cried because I was like, <laughs> I'm a good boy. I got a red, st- uh, like a red um sticker or something, and yeah. they sent a note home to my mama. Girl, that happened to me in second grade too. Girl, I was upset. Like, it was Ms. not Tranchy, that deep. Miss Tranchett, I didn't even do nothing wrong. You knew I was a good boy. And that's probably part of my little teenager. Like that. I was like, I hate getting in trouble, so I'm going to be a good boy Me all the time. Me too, girl. I didn't like getting in trouble. That sucks. But then at the same <laughs> time, I didn't like. They was picking on you, girl. I don't know what was going on when you was in school. I don't, they <laughs> was just put you in the, in the wrong-ass light. <laughs> I don't know, girl. It was something. I'm trying to think, like. What's the most fucked up thing that happened to me in school? Uh, the first time I ever got suspended. Ooh, I never had that happen. Ooh, spill the tea. Girl really? Already. No, I never got. I got a detention from not doing my homework, but that girl, was. I about used to it. get detention all the time, <laughs> and I would lie. I would lie to my Grammy, and I'd be like, "Cause we had before care, after care, right?" Yeah. So I would lie to my Grammy and I'd be like, oh, hey, can you drop me off to school a little early because they're doing something yeah. and I want to participate. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Whole time I had detention. So that's why I had to show up early. <laughs> but I wasn't telling her that. No, I couldn't think of no lie. I just said, mom, look, I got a detention. I need to go to school early. <laughs> but the first time I ever got suspended, mind you, I've spent 12 12 or 13 years in a Catholic school. So yeah. it was all I ever knew up until high school. Girl, did they did they, did they they teach y'all prayers in school? Oh, no, we didn't get spanked. Oh. Mm-mm. I was like, that's abuse. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't that lost in the sauce. <laughs> I mean, maybe corrupt on some ends, but it wasn't that bad. But anyways, so the first time I ever got suspended, I was in the seventh grade. Yeah. And me and one of my classmates, um, his name was Daniel. We were messing around, like, in class, doing whatever. I don't even remember. But for some reason, I I don't know why I did this. I do not know. I kicked him in the balls. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I kicked him in the balls, and he, like, fell on the floor, and I kicked him hard. So he fell on the floor. Like, his face was turning purple and everything. And... I go to office. They call my mama. She had to come pick me up. Like, why, why, the, why the fuck you got suspended? Yada, yada. <laughs> and I came up with a lie. What was it? I said he started messing with my boobs. Oh, God. Oh, I no. Don't, I don't. At, okay. In my defense, at this time, I did not know what sexual assault was. I did not know what it meant. I did not know it existed. Okay. It, it, I didn't want to get my ass whooped <laughs> at home. Okay. Oh. That's why I said that. He did not. He did not assault me, touch me in any way, for some unknown reason. I just abruptly un. What's what's the word? It was survive. Bitches say something. <laughs> we don't get our ass handed to us. Like I just, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Daniel. For some reason, I just kicked him in the nuts. I don't. I don't feel bad, but, you know, I'm like, why did I do that? But I can laugh at it now. It's not really cool. 
Girl. When's the last time you got your ass beat by your mama? <sighs> My last ass whooping was 14. Years Six. old? Yes. Girl, what the hell? Yeah. Bitch, I was, I remember, I was in the fourth grade the last time my mama put her hands on me. Okay, you tell your story first and I'll tell mine. Okay, so, for some reason when I was a kid, um, maybe because I was, I had ADHD and I was unmedicated, so I was very hyperactive, the attention span of a goldfish, like, it was bad, and I struggled academically in elementary and middle school. It got better in high school and even better in college. But anyways, so I struggled academically and I was in the fourth grade and I had got an F on my report card. And I was hyperactive. So go home, give my mom my report card. She just look at it, put it down. And I go sit in the living room, mind my business, yada, yada, yada. I don't remember if it was the same day or maybe a few days later. I'm sitting in the living room. My mama walks out the room, and she had a belt in her hand. And, like, it was the belt with, like, the, the studs Not the on stud it. belt. <laughs> it was the belt with the studs Not on the it. the stud belt. Damn. And she came around the sofa, and she was like, pull your pants down. And I was oh like, wait, oh. whoa, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, could you at least Bobby did it first? Girl. <laughs> she hit me. She hit me a good maybe four or five times. And I remember, like, I'm, like, bending, like, with my hand trying to cover up. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. Like, I got my ass beat a lot as a kid. I was, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> I really don't. Girl, okay, your turn, your uh, turn. Uh, but, but still, though, <laughs> the stud belt. Yeah, the and it was cold. it was black. Cold. It was oh. a black belt. I remember that much. <laughs> she she did a granddad all you from the boondocks. Girl, <laughs> but that was the last time my mama ever whooped me. So, I was fourteen. This is when my cousin, my cousin. Wait, what do you call a cousin that had a baby? Cousin. What do you mean? Because it was around the time where my cousin Sanaya was born. And she's about to be 16 now. So. <laughs> <laughs> is, is your is the baby your cousin or is the grandmama the baby? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It was my cousin's. It was my cousin's daughter. You probably don't even know that reference. I don't. Jocelyn. Love and hip hop Jocelyn? Or yeah. It was some video that went viral. And she was talking, 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 and then she got her words twisted at the end. And she was like, if your mama, she was like, if your mama watch your baby, you not the mama, your grandmama the baby. And <laughs> 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 something like that. <laughs> Nothing less for Miss Jocelyn. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Love her. Love her. But she, she need to make some new songs. So don't, don't she be singing. I want to ride. I want to ride. I want to. I, I like that song. I be popping my ass when I play it. I really do. Like it make you want to do that. Well, she is like Caribbean. I want to ride it, baby girl. She Puerto Rican girl. <laughs> she Puerto Rican. Yes. She Puerto Rican girl. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was the time where my cousin's baby was born in 2007, mm-hmm. and she was staying with us for a little while while she was trying to get her, you know, her life established here in New Orleans. 
And so me, my brother, girl, we used to fight all the time. At one point, we hated each other. <laughs> but I love you now, big little brother. The big little brother. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we playing around. He playing. He being annoying, of course. And I'm like, Darren, get the fuck out of my way. I'm trying to watch TV. Leave me the fuck alone. And, you know, he just nagging at me. So I push him. I push him in the stomach. This little nigga, he going to start crying. <laughs> I didn't even push him that hard, dog. So he start crying, and he go runs to my grandma. And he going to tell her, Debbie pushed me in the stomach, and it hurt. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm like, I didn't even push him that hard. So I hear my grandma get up, go in her closet, mm. get her belt. Mm. She came in that living room, and she told me, now why you did that to that boy? And then took that belt, and then went whack. I mean, it didn't <laughs> hurt. Oh, it, damn. I mean. Lucky you. <laughs> I was more surprised than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you whooped me for something. He, you know, and then he, she goes back into the room. He come out. He looks at me smiling. Now, one dry eye in the house. Down bad. Down bad, girl. Down bad. I didn't got my ass whooped. And he laughing in the corner. My cousin, my cousin looks over out the room, and she said, what happened? And I looked at her and just shook my head and went back to watching TV, bro, because that's the only thing I could have did. I couldn't defend myself. I couldn't do nothing but just shake my head, girl. And that was the last time I got whooped. And you were 14? I was 14. <laughs> that kind of slipped my mind that you were 14. I just remembered that because, yeah. like, listening to the story, I would think, you were like a kid. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You were ten at the time. Uh, and how old was your brother? Ten. Oh, you guys are the same age. Oh damn! I didn't know that. Yeah. Girl, that's another story. I know we like over an hour at this point, but girl, we vibing. One more story. One more story. <laughs> so, when I was a kid, I. Like, the house I grew up in, when you would walk through the door, they had the alarm system yeah. set up. So, when I was a kid, I would mm-hmm. be riding my scooter in the house. Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah, girl. <laughs> 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 Trying not to knock shit over. And I would pretend that the alarm system was, like, a drive through window. Ooh. Imagination on fleek. Right, girl. <laughs> let me tell you, my mind, my mind is out this world. I'm not even exaggerating, but anyways. So, I was riding my scooter around the house, and I was pretending that the security system was a drive-thru. Yeah. I'm at the drive-thru, I'm getting my food, and then I had pressed, I actually pressed buttons on the, the thing. I see where this is going. And I guess it sent out, like, a silent alarm. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> And the cops showed up to the house. <laughs> you was alone by yourself? No, my mama was there. Oh, shit. <laughs> and um, so the cops showed up. My mama answered the door. She talking to him, whatever. And I guess she was like, she's messing with it, yada, yada. Girl, 
my mama beat the fucking Sonic rings <laughs> out my head <laughs> with a no. fucking brush. <laughs> with a brush. I mean, beat the pebbles out my <laughs> shit, <No>. bro. <laughs> the fruity pebbles, is, you just need the milk now. Yeah, <laughs> but bet, bet I never touch that thing again. Never. Girl, did you ever sneak out the house before? Snuck out the house, but I was like eighteen. I <laughs> girl, I was never ballsy enough to do some shit like that. I mean, I snuck out the house for the first time, and I was grown. <laughs> I was like, now that I'm thinking back on it, now I'm just like, were yeah. you really sneaking out? Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> my friends would come meet me at the corner. I get in the car, and I'm like eighteen, about to turn nineteen, and I'm just like, I'm really sneaking out right now. Like, oh my god, I'm being a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> But girl, yes, yes. Oh, oh, girl. I probably have fifty million more stories about me getting my ass beat. <laughs> oh, don't even tell me about the times me and my brother got ass whoopers at the same time for fighting. <laughs> what? Your yes. mama was double handed. <laughs> I'm telling you, girl. Me and Darian would fight all the time. All the time. Why? Younger siblings just butt heads. I'm an only child, so I I cannot relate to the younger sibling saga at all girl we would put holes in walls because y'all was fighting yes girl y'all was fucking wwe smackdown yes girl yes. girl no indeed i would have whooped y'all asses too what the fuck yeah there wasn't a time in our life that we didn't fight not until we got like until i was out of high school and he was Seventeen is when we finally like got along. I don't know, something happened, and I forgot. I forgot that day. All I know is that we hugged it out ever since. We was just bonded for life. I guess that's just what was needed to happen. Now that's my nigga for life. Period. Period. That's my brother. I'll do anything for him. Low key, like I wish I had a younger sibling. No, you don't. No, I've been the only child my entire. I don't life. give a damn. No, you don't. I, I have. I do. I, 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 I don't want one now, but mm-hmm. when I... I'm I like, w- it would be nice to have that one person who I know is always in my corner no matter what. Well, yeah, but it, it took us 16 years to get to this point. Would you like 16 years of having busted bruises and holes in the walls? Well, and now y'all got forever to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. 16 years of hell. Yeah turn into a lifetime love each other but that nigga's still annoying like today he ripped articles of my clothes of my favorite clothes what was wrong with him (sighs) he was being annoying (laughs) and you just ripped your clothes up oh no so i i had a favorite pair of draws on today (laughs) draws yes (laughs) that had a little hole in it he just made the hole bigger. He just ripped the shit. That sounds like some little brother ass shit. Oh my god! I was it's just like, uh, I love him, but god damn it, Darren, you just you have a child, and you still act like one. <laughs> telling you something. But I love him to death. That's my that's my nigga. Hell we'll yeah. do anything for each other. But. For the people who do have siblings out there, tell me your sibling stories. I would love to hear the hell y'all went through. 
especially since I'm the oldest one out of all my siblings. Hmm. Papa was a rolling stone. Bye. Papa was a rolling stone. But I wouldn't give them up for anything in the world. I love them so much. They're all cute. All of Devin's siblings are very cute. You cute. Your little brother is cute. And then the little, little ones. They're also very cute. Aww. <laughs> they, got good, season four. they got good genes all around. The whole family. Not me, though. Nigga, yes, you do. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, trust me. No, I got some good genes, girl. I guess. But... <laughs> See, if you want to see, like, the picture of my dad when he was my age, mm-hmm. he could have been a model. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't I didn't get that luxury for some reason. Well, I would have to see a picture first. To I have to find it somewhere. It's somewhere in my phone. But, yeah. He could have been in Milan doing fashion. Jeez. My dad was top-notch. Great. And this is the same person that was at your birthday party? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to find a picture, homie. <laughs> what the fuck? I was just like, dang, what happened? Why couldn't I be skinny this time? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get that one day. I'll get that one day. But how I see it, like, I spent my young years being fat. Yeah, and I feel like my older years, I'm going to be fine. Yup, yup. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. Yep. I'm going to be fine. Yup. I'll be knocking them all away. Oh, no, you can't touch this. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Got to pay a price to ride this <laughs> ride. Okay. Oh, girl, we done probably talked y'all heads off. I know. It it was a little darker than the episodes we usually do, but I still hope y'all found some laughs in there. Oh, it, yeah, it was just ways, raising, raising, <laughs> <laughs> we're just raising awareness on the community struggles in the country. I'm going to put, um... You know, usually when you talk about, like, mental health issues, like suicide, things like that, we're going to put in the description for resources for you to find if you guys ever need any help. Yes, yes. Definitely. And just know, like, even if there's something you think, like, you're the only person that feels this way. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. I'm fine. You will find community. If reach out to the people who can help you, and they will give you the resources. I'm Please. telling you. Even if... If you reach out to us on our social medias, like, we'll talk to you. We'll help you find resources wherever you are. Yeah, or even if you just want to say, hey, how you yeah. doing? Or just to have somebody to talk to. Because I've never felt comfortable with the idea of calling, like, a suicide ho- suicide hotline. Like, I guess I can see it. How it's a stranger. They don't know you, know where you at, what you look like, yada, yada. But I'm like, I don't want to talk to them. Right, because you feel like they wouldn't care anyways. But they do. I've actually had a situation where at my last job, I had to connect a caller to a helpline, and they did their job very well. Really? Really. Well, that makes me feel good. Yeah. I wish I would have knew that back in 2015. That's neither here nor there. Well, I'm just glad you're here. Yes. I'm glad myself, and I'm still focused on my dreams. So, yes. So, guys, this has been the Minority House. <sighs> Thank you for visiting us with us once again. For week four. Week four, girl. Yeah. Episode four. I feel like this time went by so fast, though. It did, because we just be talking, just shooting the shit. So, time flies. Man, 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 man. 
Should we do an, should we do a poll this episode? Yeah, so we we did a poll for the last episode, um, but we did it after we finished recording. So nobody did the poll because people probably didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Our fault. We're still <laughs> learning. We're still learning. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna come up with a poll. So if you're listening, I don't know, is it just Spotify they can do the poll? I think so. Okay, well if you're listening on Spotify, you can please, please, please take part in the poll. Or we could put the poll on our social media as well, and then you guys go to the website and vote. Yeah, we can figure out how to do that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But thank y'all for listening to thank you. Thank you. the hot messery that we always are. We try to be as informative as possible. Yes. yes. And open. And open. Very open. Very like I real. said, this is the most open I've been in my life, so thank God for this podcast. Yes. Me as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to wrap up another week, guys, this is your house mother, Dejan. And this is your house father, love, Divinity King. Please follow us on our socials at Twitter, The Minority House, spelled H-A-U-S. And follow us on Instagram at The Minority House X2. Subscribe to our podcast. You get all of our podcasts every week on Monday as soon as it's released because I'm never on time. (laughs) 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 And we will see you again next week. I just want y'all to know Devin runs down the socials because he's the one that actually remembers them. I don't. (laughs) I don't. So while Devin is running down, oh, our Twitter, our Instagram, I'm just sitting here nodding. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> but please do subscribe and yes, follow yes, us. Yes, please. We we're still trying to work out content for our social media platform, so please bear with us. We're getting there and with our busy schedule. Yeah, TikTok is going to be our next endeavor. Mm, yes, and that's going to be probably our biggest one. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> so, bye, guys. Thank you bye. for listening with us again, and we'll see you next week. Love y'all. Love you.